Good evening and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana live Wednesday, June 28th, 2023. That opening bit right there was uh, John Williams from the Jaws soundtrack, uh, one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, that's the scene where Brody discovers the shark for the first time and he tells Quint, you know, you're going to need a bigger boat. And that's where they see it go by and Hooper's like, that's a 20 footer, 25 Three tons of them. That's one of the greatest scenes in movie history. Um, I grew up on Jaws. I absolutely love it. I could probably quote the whole thing in one sitting, but we're not going to do that right now. So, um, but uh, it's a great Fourth of July movie as well. So that's coming up next week. We got July Fourth, Independence Day. God bless America. Hope everybody's doing great today. This is a special Wednesday night edition. This is the twentieth broadcast or podcast, whatever you want to call it, here at Captain Cambino's Cabana. It's been a chill week. Uh, I've actually been super busy at work, so I'm, I'm um, just excited to, you know, things are going great, so I can't complain. It's summertime. It's hot. Sweating my ass off today. I am a human heat pump, so um, it's uh, just how it is. You know, it's hot. Summertime. Stay cool, people. Stay hydrated. Uh, and tip your waitresses and bartenders. So, um, first of all, I want to say uh, rest in peace to Ryan Mallett. I don't know if anybody heard, but uh, former Arkansas Razorbacks quarterback and former NFL quarterback passed away recently um, down in Destin, Florida, and he drowned. I don't know what all happened. I don't know all the details. I've, I haven't had a chance to catch up on it, but I've read a little bit. But uh, prayers out to his family. That's terrible. Uh, he was 35 years old, and that's awful. So um hate to see that happen, but I don't know if he was rescuing someone or what was going on so i don't know all the details but i'm sure we'll find that out soon but anyway prayers out to the mallet family uh, rest in peace ryan mallet i want to the captain wants to thank the uh all of our troops overseas the servicemen and women for all your support all the work hard work you put in to keep our country safe protecting us daily uh god bless you uh god bless you and your families hope you come home soon thank you for everything freedom isn't free I want to thank you, thank all of our law enforcement, our first first responders, police officers, firefighters. Thank you all so much for all you do, the servicemen and women. Uh, thank you for keeping us safe. Uh, you guys deserve so much more than what you get. Um, thank you so much for keeping us safe. Hang in there. We support you. I definitely support you. And uh, the captain is also a big advocate for the National Rifle Association. I support the Second Amendment. I stand firmly behind it. So... That's my stance. And again, if you don't like it, just like Uncle Rico told Napoleon, you know what, Napoleon? You can leave. <laughs> I, to I told you to get the 12-pack, the, the not the 24-pack. You're just going to have to mix and match. <laughs> get some Pampers for your brother. <laughs> you had a chance to see Napoleon Dynamite. You got to watch it. It's funny. It's just a, man, it's a weird movie, but it's hilarious. Uncle Rico steals the show. Let's put it that way. So, <laughs> back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> How much you want to bet I can throw a football over the mountains? <laughs> oh, man. Uncle Rico. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, so it's a Wednesday, and that's the reason I'm doing the podcast tonight. So I'm, I'm going to be traveling out of town this weekend, so uh, we got plans, so... Um, that's why we're doing the podcast tonight. 
So uh, give you guys something to listen to this weekend, and uh, hope you all everybody has a great Fourth of July coming up. It's going to be weird, like I said. You know, Monday is the third, Tuesday the fourth, Wednesday the fifth. I don't think anybody's going to be working next week. It's just going to be weird. So, um, but we'll see. So, uh, also, I'm looking to make some changes. I know I've, I've, I've got to upgrade my equipment and things like that, but I've been talking to a couple people out there in the podcast world, and uh, I found out I can maybe move my stuff over to Spotify or Apple. So, I, I honestly thought that you had to uh, pay some enormous amount, um, like a licensing fee or whatever, to be, be on Apple and their podcast streaming service, but maybe I was wrong. I don't know, but I'm looking into it. So the captain is looking to upgrade and um, take things up a notch. Just like Snoop Dogg says, man, you went up a notch. You at notch one. So um, that, that's the plan. Um, so we'll see. I'll, let, I'll keep you posted. I'm going to work on that probably over the holiday if I can and um, see what I can come up with. So um, the captain is back. It's a Wednesday. It's hump day. And um, it's hot, so I hope everybody's having a great day, enjoying the pool, the beach, whatever. Uh, stay safe out there in the water, man, with the, these currents and whatever's going on. You know, just be careful. So um, just just be smart when you're in the water. And, and, and don't be those one of those guys that are on the boat that are s- sitting literally right next to the engine. You know, there's propellers down there. So just just don't be that guy. And, you know, just, just be smart. And I'm, I'm just, I, I saw some videos recently and I'm just like, I'm just appalled. I can't believe the, the people out there that just don't take boating seriously. Now, again, this is Captain Cambino's cabana. You're, you're listening to Captain Cambino. I'm not a real captain, but I'm getting there. But I know the basics of safety. And safety is, is at the forefront. Safety is number one. So I'm just, you don't, you don't screw around and, and, you know, you've got to be safe on that boat. You've got to be aware, situational awareness. You've got to be aware of your surroundings, keep your head on a swivel. It's, it's, it's more, it's way more of an issue with with sailing, but with boating, you know, it's just, you know, knowing where you are, knowing the depths and knowing what's around you and knowing the markers. So it's, uh, you just got to be careful. There's so much involved. And just getting on a boat and drinking and just not, not caring, not giving a shit, that's not, that's not going to fly. So if you were near me, I'd, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't make it. So, <laughs> But um, I'm just saying, it's, it's just you got to be smart, people. So just have fun, enjoy yourself, but be smart. Don't, don't get cut up in a propeller and don't, don't drink and drown or whatever, or whatever. You know, just don't do anything stupid. So just enjoy yourself. So there's there's ways to be smart and have fun. So at the same time. So I wanted to go over some more summer moments. Um, stuff I didn't get really to finish up the other day. Um, uh, I also want to stop for a second. I recently read through somewhere that in New York City they're wanting to ban um, gas ovens and, and brick oven pizzas. Like the, the, the ovens that you, they cook the pizzas. Are you kidding me? And, and Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy, got on there and made a rant. And I'm, I'm with him. You know, this is ridiculous. You're going to shut down. You're going to try to ban all the cold fire oven pizzas, uh, the, 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 grill, the ovens that they cook the pizzas. You, they have lost their minds. Whoever these politicians are, I, they don't have the best interest of the people. I'm sorry. I hate politics. 
but this just pisses me off. So I'm just, I mean, I don't live in New York City. I've been there, but, I mean, coal fire pizzas, like coal oven pizzas that you you cook your pizzas. I mean, all the, you know what I'm talking about? Like the the, the, the big, um, when they take the big stick and they get the, the oven and flip it, what I mean, what, you know, get, get it out for you. I'm just saying, you, you're going to try to ban all that in New York City? Good luck. It's never going to fly. It's never going to pass. I support you, Dave, and um, God, God bless Dave Portnoy. We don't deserve him. I'm telling you, his his pizza reviews are first class. I love I love watching them, and he's just he's awesome. He's a national treasure. I'm just glad he's here. So, thank you, Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports, wherever you are. Um, hope maybe you hear this one day, and um, I, I the captain supports you. So I got your back, man. But uh, I just I'm sick of this crap, man. These politicians are nuts. So. Um, I mean, really? There, there are people getting shot in Chicago, and you're worried about coal oven pizzas, coal-fired oven pizzas. I mean, all the, oh my gosh, this is so ridiculous. So anyway, I mean, it's just that—that's. There's your politics. You want to go play with that? Go play with it. Listen, watch all your politics, but that's not happening here. But anyway, so just stand. If you're in New York, stand up to this BS and fight for the right to keep your pizzeria so anyway uh moving forward uh back to the summertime last week uh, i was talking about some uh, summer moments where the last i was working at the ice house i worked at the ice house from 1998 to 2001 i came back again in 2005 and then i had a one summer at video midtown as a you know video shop i worked in oxford mississippi and summer of 2002 so that was pretty much where we were but i remember that summer i didn't really get to finish up much that summer of 02, it was hot, it was busy, it was fun. I mean, it was just, a, it was a great summer. Um, a little bit, you know, like I said, it was different because the last four years I was working at an ice house. This year I was managing a video shop and um, I remember this bar that was down there uh, close to where I live on North Lamar. It was called the Sneaky Tiki. And it was a little tiki bar right there behind uh, that Chevron on North Lamar. And it was connected to a restaurant called the Blue Marlin. Now the food was terrible, it was shitty. But it was a really cool bar. I mean, it was like it made you feel like you were in South Florida or maybe somewhere coastal. But um, it just it was it was okay. The, the sneaky tiki was great. I enjoyed it. I always had a great time going there. It was just it was a little different, you know. Um, I, I think they could do it again somewhere and maybe in Oxford, but maybe somewhere off the beaten path that's not so confined to the square. But I thought whoever did that was a great idea. But I remember reading about it in the Daily Mississippian when I was in school that fall of 2001. And they, how they ran out of like Bud Light or Budweiser the first night or something when they opened. I was like, how do you run out of that? I mean, back then, obviously Bud Light was awesome. Not so much today or at this point in time. <laughs> but how do, you, how do you run out of Bud Light or Budweiser in, in your first night? I, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't. Things happen, and maybe they just, you know, it's mismanagement, whatever. But that was a fun place, the Sneaky Tiki. I enjoyed it. Um, had some decent decent appetizers, but overall the food was crap. So, but, um, again, a cool bar, whatever. But that summer of 2002 was fun, man. There was um, just lots of good times um, just working that video store. And uh, I remember I got to actually take a trip to Destin, uh, stay with a friend of mine down there, uh, Jonathan Walker. His family had a condo uh, right there in um, in Destin, and it was awesome. And that was uh, stayed for a few days and drove. That was one of the best road trips ever. Um, 
going into your um, you know your last last um, year and a half of college and you just kind of putting things into perspective you know trying to figure it out but um, that, that was awesome that summer 2002 um, I'm we partied like there was no tomorrow. I mean, like that was the bars in Destin. We, we closed them down. It was, it was awesome. So that was summer of 02, you know, awesome. Great, great times. Um, moving on to like summer 2003, not so, not much the same. It was, uh, I was, I was working at a hotel. Just kind of trying, I was about to grab I me mean, going into my senior year or last semester and, uh, you know, just, just working part time. Um, I didn't really have a plan. I just, it was football season coming up and I was looking forward to that. And, um, I was, um, I got a job at a Hampton Inn. It was the, the, the first Hampton Inn that opened in Oxford and, uh, owned by Chan Patel, a friend of mine. We still stay in touch. And, uh, but he's, um, it, it was really awesome hotel. Um, they had, when, when things, when we got hired, we got hired for training. We had to show up there at training one day. This was like June. 2003 jeez 20 years ago so um and i remember going uh going to the hotel to for training and when you walked in the lobby um he had these lions that were preserved and stuffed and he had them in these glass cases for showcase and they were not apparently according to their the records they were not shot or murdered or hunted for sport they were they died of natural causes or something i don't know for sure but one of them was like not in the glass case when i showed up for training and that scared the shit out of me and i'm sorry that i was i, I was like yeah i gotta go change my shorts so um <laughs> yeah i'll be right with you there's a lion here in the lobby in oxford mississippi so <laughs> that, that but that's how he was you know he was into all that culture stuff and it was pretty cool though and but then you had your activists and everybody every now and then that would show up to the hotel. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so, how can you put these lions in here? This is so awful. It's like, uh, you know what? You can keep walking or you can go out the door the way you came. So I just don't understand how people think people get so mad about that stuff. I mean, it's just for entertainment. It's just for show, you know. But anyway, that was weird. So that was um, the lions in the glass case. So they, they're not there anymore. But um, anyway that's what we had there. So people would always check those things. You know, they were like, Oh, people would walk into the hotel to check in like, Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, Hey, welcome to the Hampton Inn. <laughs> but, um, that was an interesting summer, you know, just was gaining hotel experience, hoping I was going to go into the hotel business, but, um, it worked out for a while, but it just didn't end up being, you know, my cup of tea. So, uh, summer of Oh three, you know, I worked a lot. It's kind of laid back. Um, uh, did I was in summer school? Uh, uh, meant to say that earlier. Yes, I was in summer school, so I started actually fall of 2002. Like I said, I went to fall school nonstop fall of 2002 until December 2003. But yeah, summer I did intercession, um, and uh, then I had a, a full time classes in June and full time in July. So uh, that summer of 03 was rough with school, but I I, I finished it. Um, but it, it was good to get it. But I mean, working part time and going to school, so it was it all worked out, and uh, graduated. And anyway, but summer of '03 um, didn't travel much. I, we did go back to Destin with a friend, and uh, wasn't really the same. Stayed at a Motel Six, but it was still fun, you know, just to get away. But um, 
summer of 03, nothing like 02. 02 was great, was awesome. 04, I was just graduated at college. I still was kind of hanging around Oxford, not much going on, just trying to figure it out. And uh, was still working at the hotel and I helped out at the ice house every now and then when they needed to. Um, and again, just trying to figure it out and just, um, I actually got a job. I got a job offer in May of 2004 at a Hampton Inn in Nashville. And it was over there. It's a, it's still there. It's a, it's a nice property, but it's kind of gone down over the years. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm glad it worked out. It didn't, it I mean, I'm glad I didn't go, but, um, it was a Hampton Inn over there off of, um, it's the west side of town. I guess, um, I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name of the, um, West End, excuse me, West End Avenue or whatever. Anyway, um, West End girls. <laughs> but uh, they offered me this position, and it was just, I, I wasn't going to be making a lot of money. I would probably be living in Franklin or Cool Springs or something like that and just commuting every day and making nothing. But I, I probably would have moved up in the, you know, if I'd have stayed focused. But, I mean, Nashville was just really starting to boom, I thought, you know, early 2000s. And uh, it would have been an interesting move but it just wasn't meant to be I just I my heart wasn't in it and I just this didn't work out so I just really didn't you know that's that's on me I should have maybe I should have but you know it, it didn't work out so it is what it is but I ended up staying in Oxford and I got a job with a movie gallery uh, movie gallery was kind of the equivalent of blockbuster for a while not not as immaculate as blockbuster I always thought blockbuster had better quality uh, with, you know, as far as service and, you know, entertainment and movie gallery, I thought was kind of second rate, but you know, we were trying, they were trying to make a, they were making a name for themselves. They were, they were getting there for a while, but I was the manager. It was a really cool place, really cool shop right there on uh, Jackson Avenue. And, um, but there was some, uh, they had some shady management, uh, processes at one time. They were, um, we did a lot of training in new Albany the summer of 2004. And I had a lot of employees that I was training, and they had to drive to New Albany every other day. And, you know, that's a pretty good hike every day to New Albany. And they, they were like, we're going to get paid for mileage. It's like, you know, I don't know. Let me find out. And, well, I, I was wanting to know, too, because I was driving every day. I was like, you know, this is it's a, it's a good haul to New Albany. You know, what's the, what's the deal? And so I, I, they gave me the runaround saying that, you know, hey, um, we'll, have to, we'll have to talk about it. And they just kind of – they said, yeah, we'll get back to you like, every time I bring it up. And so that Labor Day weekend, 2004, well, a few weeks a few weeks before that, we had a new manager, a new district manager that took over, and he was a complete ass. His name was Pat Riley. I'll never forget that guy. He was a jerk. Um, and uh, not to be confused with Pat Riley with the Miami Heat or Los Angeles Lakers. So I would have probably done well with that Pat Riley, <laughs> working for him. But this guy, um, I think he had kind of heard my – grievances against the company and I was just like look I just want to know if I'm gonna get paid for mileage you know it's like $600 worth of you know gas I put in over there back and forth for for like a whole summer can you help me out can you find out what's going on so they, they made this little situation up where they, they had took a co-worker of mine and they were basically grooming him so what happened was this you know they made it sound like there was a, a, a glitch somewhere there's a discrepancy and six hundred dollars went missing in a deposit uh one night when we closed the next morning says yeah we got to talk cameron uh pat's on the phone he's not happy i was like okay and 
I said, what happened? So he calls me up and says, yeah, we're missing $600. And I was like, excuse me? And I, I just like, I, I, it's the first time I've heard of it. So I, I didn't know what was going on because everything balanced out. I was like, this doesn't make sense. And it, uh, I think they did it on purpose. They wanted to set me up to get me out of there because I was complaining about the mileage. I was like, first of all, $600 ain't going to make or break anybody. So, I mean, it's movie gallery for crying out loud. And they were, they were a, you know, renowned company, but they, they, uh, they brought this investigator in Labor Day weekend, the Friday, bef the Thursday before Labor Day or something. And they brought this investigator in in Texas. He's, he, he, he started, he sits me down in the office. He's like, you know what? I had a barbecue planned this weekend and now I'm not going to be able to go. And I was like, okay, well, um, let's see how we can speed this along. And I, I was just, he was being a dick. So I was being a dick right back. So I just, I was like, I was not, I'm not putting up with it. And he, um, I remember that, I remember his tone. I can't remember his name, but man, he was a jerk. So he says like, I, Cameron, would you do this to hurt the company in any way? Is this what's going on? It's like, you know what, man, I don't know what's going on here, but I tell you what, and it was just like the movie, take this job and shove it. I said, yeah, that's what it is. You can take this job and shove it and then go Eddie Murphy and kiss my ass. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and that's what it was. I basically told him to kiss my ass. I said, I quit because this is BS. I'm, I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong. And I said, this company will be, be, be gone in five years. And guess what? They were. Um, I, I proved them. I proved it. And, it, I mean, I knew it was going to happen. They, they went down the toilet quickly, and I'm glad it didn't work out. Because, but I, guess what? Two weeks later, I got my mileage check. So it all worked out, but it was, it was like $635 after everything so you know back then that helped me out a lot because I was trying to get situated so you know that that summer of 04 I remember busting it and just trying to make that store worthwhile and get people in there and that side of town and it was great because we took a lot of business from Blockbuster because we're right there on Jackson Avenue Jackson Avenue is a booming spot um, or you know it was at the time and still is obviously but we did we had a lot of business in August of 04 we had a special Everything was like most the most everything was ninety nine cents, and it was like we're gonna like we're gonna be slammed. Yep, we were slammed, and then it was we just couldn't keep up. It was we had we had plenty of staff, but it was just like man, this is crazy. So finally it ended, but we're like man, this is we were just I've never been that busy in a video store before, you know. And uh, luckily there weren't videotapes; you had to wait for them to rewind. It was all DVDs, <laughs> but. Um, Anyway, it, it was a kind of a shitty job, but um, I need, you know, just kind of the, my, the way things happened for me during those times. But I did get my mileage check. I was, it all worked out. Movie gallery is no longer in business, and they can kiss my ass. So anyway, that was the summer of 04. Um, I ended up working at the Ice House a little bit that Labor Day weekend and, you know, into September until I got a job in Arkansas moved away yada yada so um came back the summer of 2005 and i was not happy with the hotel business i just did not see myself in it and i just i wanted to get away i wanted to start over and i needed work though so i, I needed work and i remember reaching out to my old boss dennis dice house i said look i i need some i need a job i'm trying i'm just kind of starting over and uh, if you could help me out, that'd be great. So they got me back on full-time with Ice House, and I had a little apartment downtown on the square in Batesville. <laughs> it's actually pretty, it was pretty cool. 
Um, my mom didn't like it. She because when it was winter time, she didn't. She just thought it was too cold. I was just like, well, you're not living here, so. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, it was cold in the winter. But, um, but anyway, so that summer of 05, it was fun. I mean, it was uh, – I could walk to work if I wanted to. It was right there off the square. The ice house was close by. And uh, it was a busy summer. I made some money. And um, I was planning a cruise, and it didn't work out because, uh, guess what, Hurricane Katrina showed up. So that was uh, August of 05, obviously. But – but August, uh, summer of 05 was a turning point because I felt like I was close to something. That I was you know, trying to figure things out, and it just, you know, I was making some money and just trying to um, figure out what I wanted to do. But um, it, uh, but again, it wasn't a permanent job for me. It was just something to kind of get going. But it was a summer of 05 was fun. Um, a lot of friends from high school and college were in Batesville, and oh, excuse me. Uh, but uh, it was good to kind of just refresh and refresh, recharge the batteries and start over, you know, and just figure things out. Excuse me. Oh, Gatorade. Um, and that summer of 05 catapulted me into summer of 06 where I was uh, with my folks and still trying to figure, you know, kind of in a hiatus. And I decided I wanted to go work at Best Buy. Um, not the best decision, but it was okay for a while. But uh, I got on with Best Buy, uh, summer of '06, and started training with them as a uh, with their project team. What that means is that um, we would uh, go around store to store throughout the South, large uh, metropolitan areas, and uh, reset their stores, like uh, revamp their um, presentation, like display areas for certain departments, like home theater, uh, computers. Um, car audio, whatever. And uh, it was okay for a while, just kind of get your foot in the door. But then I got, finally got into a store and, uh, in beautiful crime-free Memphis. And it was um, it, it was okay. I got me in there and started fresh and uh, started uh, working at Best Buy. So, And actually, uh, we are on Instagram Live, by the way, too. And I see I got one follower, and that's my mother. Hey, Mom. Thank you. So, anyway. Um so the summer of 06, working at Best Buy, I did the same thing summer of 07 and the summer of 08. Um, I had a lot of weddings and stuff, so uh, it, was, it was okay. It, uh, living in Memphis, not, not so much, but that was a different time. I was, uh, wasn't making much money, but I was gaining experience, and that's where I got into computers, So, uh, which is what I do now for a living, and uh, while I'm learning to become a boat captain. So... Those summers were a little different. I mean, it was, um, I struggled, but um, usually hung out by the pool a lot when I had my days off. Um, chilled, drink some cold beer, just hang out by the pool, you know. And, uh, and but that's when I got into computers. Best Buy, that summer of 07, or excuse me, you know, summer of 06, they were like, hey, uh, we got some people leaving and we need, we got a position open. Would you be interested? It's in computers. It's like, yeah, I don't know anything about computers. All I know how to do is get on the internet. And they were like, well, we'll train you. So they, you know, that's no problem. They trained me, and I just took it from there. And it was it was easy for me. It was just it came easy to me, and I, I understood it, and it was great. So, um, and that's how I, you know, like I said, stayed in the business and got involved and learned more and more about it and learning more about it every day. That's the beauty of the business. And, of course, a few years later, I became a 
certified computer technician through the company. Uh, it's called CompTIA A+. It's like the basics, uh, the, the um, one of the top industry-leading providers for certifications. Um, it's like an entry-level type certification, but that's that's normal. And then it became Apple certified, so uh, that's that was a big deal. And I, you know, that, so it led me to different opportunities and uh, different options for certifications, things like that. To me, it's all about experience. You can have all the certifications you want, but it's really more about experience, what you've dealt with, who who you've been helping over the years, and the people you're dealing with, and that's 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 important. So experience will always count. Um, and then. Uh, Summer of 09, I was uh, in grad school and I was getting my master's degree, master's of business administration from Harding University. It's a great college, uh, a small private college in Arkansas, and one of the one of the best in the country actually. Great business school and that's where I took it up a notch, got my MBA and um, studied, you know, it was nonstop 2009, not the whole year. So the entire year was school nonstop uh, and uh, got all A's that summer um, yeah so it was a, it was it was a, it was a good summer just kind of um, work part-time at Staples Staples was great Staples uh, was where um, I learned even more computer services through Staples Staples is a Staples is a good company um, I think it depends on the location and you know uh, where you're you know the store is located but um, that's they, they do fix computers and that's how I got involved even more. And there was a guy, a buddy of mine named Jason, that trained me on a lot of stuff, and I just took it even higher. So that was a, that was a good summer, 2009. They put me in charge of a lot of uh, computer support, and it, it was it was cool. So that I felt felt pretty good about it. So um, didn't do a lot of traveling. I went to a wedding in 2009, um, but that was about it. So I mean, like it was it was different back then. I didn't have a whole lot of money. I was just trying to get through school. Um, Let's see, summer 2010. I'm just we're just going down the list here. <laughs> um, there was um, I just graduated from you know my master's degree, and I remember going on a cruise. Summer 2010 was was fun. That's where I went on a cruise for my graduation. Uh, that was a gift to myself. I just lost a buck to myself. <laughs> so I remember going on a cruise uh, out of Fort Lauderdale. It was a four-day cruise through singlescruise.com. Really cool company. Uh, the lady that runs it, uh, the, the the tours, like the, the group cruise events, her name is Shelby. Um, she's one of those, just one of those, a South Florida chick. You know, she was, she's cool, though. And uh, I remember on that boat, that was awesome. It was the Royal Caribbean. And I don't remember the name of the, there's different boats or whatever, but this one, this one was awesome. It was, uh, as soon as we got on board, they were doing the, icky, the um, Cupid Shuffle, whatever. So it, it was fun. I remember meeting all different, but hold up a bit, whole bunch of different people. I remember meeting Heather and Emily. I think they were from University of Kentucky Athletic Compliance Office, and we hung out a lot uh, on the trip. It was like I said, four days. We did an excursion in Cozumel, and they had this big trampoline out there in the water. The thing was huge, so you had to swim out there. We all swam out there, and Heather was just like this ball full of energy she was just like a like a firecracker I mean she was so she was always wanting to do something 
and she was jumping up and down. I was, Cameron, Cameron, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go on the trampoline, trampoline. No, no. I was like, okay. Um, you know, they're serving. You know, a lot of places are serving decaf now, so chill out. <laughs> so we swam out to the that um, I got a picture of it. I'll post it sometime. And we swam out there, and we started jumping around, and we were zombie. I mean, you can get a good workout, and we're just. But it was great. I mean, it was just uh, just jumping around, just being stupid, and like we were doing flips, and just. It was awesome. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, that that some that that cruise ship was uh, that cruise was a lot of fun. Met a lot of different um, a lot of people from um, that owned some um, property in Mexico that were on the boat, and just just a great time. You know that um, that's also that's where I met. Um, let me backtrack a little bit. I met a girl uh, named um, Amy. Uh, Man, now I've got a, a uh, Amy Ogden. Okay, boom, I got it. I thought I was going to have to think about it for a while. Amy Ogden. This this woman was absolutely stunning. She's one of the hottest women I've ever met in my life. And I met her um, the first night. The first night on the boat, we were um, there was just a, we were all having out there dancing. And it was our first night. It's like a little uh, mixer, and we I'm out there just dancing. And having a great time, I didn't care. Just, just chilling, just going in. And there's a picture. I found a picture later on. Somebody sent me, and she's watching me, and she's smiling. She's, and then she gets out there and starts dancing with me. And she's like, "I don't know who you are, but you are a fun guy." Like I said, and I was, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like Seth Rogen had knocked up. It's like, well, you're much prettier than I am. So <laughs> she's like, "I don't know you, but you're cool." And I was like, cool, you too. And like, she got out there. We started dancing, just hanging out. And it was awesome. And um, we met up. A, I, I saw her the, another, you know, she. I think she was in a different group. She wasn't in our group or whatever. And she was probably with a friend or something. Uh, so we, we hung out a little bit when I'd see her every now and then. And um, they had a, um, a belly flop contest two days later. And it was, um, we were right there in the middle of the ocean. And it's just, they, um, everybody had their own entrance music and stuff like that. So I told them to play, like, can you play Real American, you know, by Derringer. It's Hulk Hogan's theme song. They, they didn't find it. They couldn't do it. They didn't, they didn't know. Or they just, oh, we don't have time. Like, here, here, just do this one. So it's the Rocky, like, theme song. Sylvester Stallone was like, ah, that'll do, you know. So a lot of these people went ahead and they were rating everybody. They were like, audience, who do you, who do you, who do you like? And so I was like one of the, I was like in the last two left. And I, I did mine, and you know, um, you, you gotta when you do a belly belly splash, belly flop, you've gotta. It's all about form, but you've got to be prepared in your mind to know that it's gonna hurt like hell. So if you get that through your head and realize it's like just 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 take it and just do it. So you just throw your arms out and put that chest out and just let it hit. And I know it's <laughs> I'm telling you it stings, but. It's, you know, you get the standing over when you come out of the water, everybody's going nuts. And that's, that's the best part of it. So, <laughs> but this kid that this kid won the contest, he was like 18, 19 years old. And that kid could get up there like Michael Jordan. I mean, he got so high in the air. I think that's what everybody liked is like a, like a torpedo. I mean, he's like shot out of a cannon. I was just like, well, that's not fair. I was like, I, <laughs> I use Prell, the hard stuff. <laughs> I did it the hard way, <laughs> but no, it, it was okay. It was fun. So I finished second. So that's uh, that's something I should put on my dating profile right there. 
that I finished second in the uh, Royal Caribbean 2010 International Belly Flop Competition. So, <laughs> uh, get some T-shirts made. <laughs> no, but it was it was fun. Um, I actually did try to make a move with this Amy Ogden, and um, it didn't happen. I got the pullback, and I was like, oh, nobody likes the pullback. So it, it is what it is, but hey, you got to try. You got to shoot your shot. So um, I did. didn't happen, but, um, you know, made some, made some good friends, like some, you know, friends I, I still kind of keep in touch with, and uh, I thought that was, it was fun. So it was a four-day cruise. I think four-day cruises are the best. It's short. You only got a short amount of time, and you can make friends quickly. Uh, Seven-day cruises are good, but it's just it's almost like it's too long. Like you're ready to go back. It's like eh, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of tired now. But if you are going to go on a cruise, I highly recommend getting a top floor. Um, get a balcony room and chill there if you want. You, know, you get those ocean views. It's awesome. But if you get a ground floor room, uh, you're going to be taking those stairs, and the stairs are not are not kind, especially when you're drinking on a boat. So. <laughs> just a heads up but um anyway so that that was that was a fun trip and um um i've thought about another cruise for my 45th birthday i've I've looked into it but i don't know if that's gonna happen but uh, i've been on about four of them and it's fun so cruise ships are good but uh you know like i said just um if you're looking if you're out there single check out singlescruise.com they got some they got some great options so um anyway um, again, 4th of July coming up. Um, I was, I'm trying to think of some movies. The only good movies I really know 4th of July are, uh, off the top of my head, would be Jaws and Independence Day, um, the, the alien movie, which uh, Bill Pullman's speech at the end is always gets you fired up. You know, great, great. Um, not, not the greatest movie, but it, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a good uh, afternoon film. They did a sequel, and it was terrible. Sorry, it just wasn't the same. But but Independence Day is uh, awesome, like action sci-fi flick. Uh, ID four. So, um, but yeah, so Jaws, hands down, my favorite Fourth of July movie. I guess there's that scene in the Sandlot where they have the night game because it's Fourth of July and the fireworks light up the sky, so that gives them enough light to play baseball. <laughs> I always love that scene where Benny hits the home run. And they're all just looking up in the sky with the fireworks, and it's Ray Charles, America the Beautiful. I get goosebumps every time I hear that. I just love that song. Ray Charles does a, he did a phenomenal rendition of that song, America the Beautiful. So just classic, especially in the Sandlot where they're all just enthralled looking up in the sky. So um, tomorrow is uh, June the 29th. It's the anniversary of the USS Indianapolis. And I can't confirm that exact date, but it's in the movie Jaws where Quint gives the speech of the USS Indianapolis where it went down. And he talks about how all the guys were in the water and how the sharks took the rest. And it was just, they're waiting. There was no distress signal. And it's a really great scene. Um, And they say most of it was all ad lib when they were talking about Jaws, that scene. Um, So I actually did a recording of it about seven years ago so I'll post it tomorrow and there's an Instagram account called the Daily Jaws and it's a great account that's it's uh they all they do is post stuff about Jaws so (laughs) 
I mean, how much can you really put? How much information is out there on the four Jaws movies? You know, I mean, think about it. So it's just, it's like, when's enough is enough enough, you know? But no, it's great entertainment. So I've, uh, remember uh, one time they actually viewed it and it was like, oh, the Daily Jaws, they saw it. So um, Robert Shaw, the actor, may he rest in peace, is a great, does a great rendition of Quint. Uh, actually, Lee Marvin was offered the role of Quint and he turned it down. And there's always been a rumor of a remake of Jaws. And I'm like, no, leave it alone. Don't touch it. It's an already an awesome movie. Same thing with Back to the Future. Don't mess, don't mess with it. Leave it alone. And, um, you know, Jaws, they were talking about making it a blockbuster where Tom Cruise is Chief Brody. And I don't know who they were thinking about for Quint or Hooper, but that, that was the, that's the word, is that Tom Cruise was going to be Chief Brody. I was like, you know what? That could probably work. You know, Tom Cruise is pretty much anything he does is – phenomenal so anyway um that's uh that that's one of my favorite that favorites that's my favorite scene is uh, the uss indianapolis where he talks about how everybody was trying to stay together so they wouldn't die and it's kind of scary but um they did a movie nicholas cage did a movie of it. it it wasn't really it wasn't that great because they made the sharks look like uh deep blue sea and it just kind of ruined it it was it was weird but anyway, um, um, summertime, you know, it was just, it's that turning point. You know, we got um, football season's coming up. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this is kind of a spur of the moment podcast, so I may be winding it down here sh- shortly. But um, I kind of want to save some more summer moments for the next one and uh, stuff I've experienced over the years. And just, I mean, summer is summer. And um, make what maybe make what you want of it. Like I said, go out there, have some fun, travel, be safe when you're traveling. Go to the pool, um, hit on all the women. I mean, go skinny dipping. Go get your tan on. Go to the beach. Do a cannonball. Do it all. Have have some fun. It's summer. So um, I am a. Uh, like I said, just trying to, uh, more like I said, make some changes coming up soon with the podcast and, uh, hoping it's going to be a turning point for the cabana. And again, it's all about, uh, we're just a chill environment here. It's entertainment therapy. So, um, I have, I have some ideas I'm working on and I'm looking forward to sharing that with you and, um, we'll see. So, but I, I've been talking to a couple people about some ideas about, you know, how I can um, uh, transition some things over and, you know, maybe uh, hopefully make this thing into a moneymaker. So we shall see. Um, but in the meantime, you know, just going to enjoy the weekend, uh, see some family and friends haven't seen in a while and uh, make it make it a good time. So um um, safe travels this this weekend and Fourth of July. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, the way the weekend falls and the Fourth of July is on a Tuesday. So, um, but remember, it's all about freedom. The Fourth of July means freedom, and it you know, 1776. That's where we gained our independence, and we we cannot forget that. You know, I, I get it. Everybody wants to go cook out, have a good time, drink and party, and get on the lake and 
get on the boat, have some fun. It's, I'm all for that. But remember, it's about freedom. And that's, uh, I, the captain truly believes that, you know, we've got to all come together and, and stand our ground because freedom isn't free. Uh, we've got to, uh, we got to appreciate it. And I feel like sometimes people just don't. They're just, they kind of going through, um, going through the motions. And um, I'm not saying that people, that people are or whoever, whoever I know or whatever is doing that. I'm just saying we've got to hold our ground and, you know, wave that flag and realize that this is here for a reason. This day is here for a reason. And never forget that. And forgive me, I was trying to find the right words. I don't mean to ramble there. But July 4th, it's um, the, the greatest holiday in the history of the world. So um, where we celebrate our independence. God bless America. Wave that flag. Get the biggest freaking flag out there and wave it, man. So I, I like there. I saw a video not too long ago. This guy Texas had, had a huge one in the back of his truck. I was like, yep, only in Texas. <laughs> so um, wave that flag. Enjoy yourself. Be smart. Um, safe travels. Be safe in the water wherever you go. But remember, it's freedom isn't free. You know, we we were we were a very blessed nation. We just don't see it sometimes. I don't think a lot of us do. We got to we got to realize that. So, um, you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. We're live on Instagram, and I'll be posting this to YouTube later. Um, kind of kind of a shorter edition of the podcast, but again, it's a uh, holiday week and uh, or holiday week coming weekend coming up, and uh, just wanted to get this out. This is the twentieth edition of Captain Cambino's Cabana. So, I appreciate you listening, and thank all the fans and. The, the two oh we got another fan that just joined on uh, joined live Johnny O thank you Johnny O for joining so uh, just towards the end that's my man Johnny O um, that, uh, T O that's my quarterback <laughs> Tony Romo anyway no uh, Johnny O so um, yeah so um, anyway but uh, busy week uh, I got to hit hit it hard tomorrow too and. Uh, just going to have a good weekend and looking forward to it. And I uh, hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Be smart. Be safe. Uh, drink responsibly. And, you know, just, just have fun to whatever you're doing. And uh, get crazy. You know, it's summertime. Like I said, go skinny dipping. Go go do some cannonballs. And, uh, you know, belly flop in the pool. Do it all. Piss off the lifeguard. and uh, But don't drink any Bud Light. So... <laughs> Uh, how about some Corona? <laughs> corona. That's the Corona I'll get. I'm, I'm down for the Corona. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> I, I don't have like a, a infirmary at the cabana. Captain Cambino's Corona Corner. <laughs> and, and drinking only. So I don't know where I was going with that. Just forget it. So. <laughs> Just excited to be here. Anyway, I think I appreciate everybody listening. I'm going to post this later on. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. We are live on Instagram. And uh, looking forward to, uh, like I said, the changes coming up. So I'm hoping to uh, see what I can do with Apple and Spotify. Got to do some research. And uh, we shall see. Thank you again. Happy 4th of July to everybody. Be safe. And... um, Just enjoy yourself.
Thank you again. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. If you have any questions, you can always email me, CaptainCambino at gmail.com. And the page is YouTube on YouTube. It's uh, Captain Cambino's Cabana. And my Instagram is uh, at Captain Cambino. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Be safe. Happy Fourth of July. Permission to come aboard.